Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Brian Perryman Show. It is February 8th. Um, I'm coming to you live from uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado, from the comfort of my home studio. My guest, my uh, co-host Roan is here uh, working diligently on chasing Harley Davidson's and pretending she is one. Uh, however, she's taking up uh, pretty much most of my studio space. Um, I have a another guest, um, not Anthony Dawkins this time. Uh, it's actually, uh, believe it or not, my ex-wife, Nicole. Uh, Nicole, can you hear me? I can. Awesome. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, making stupid hurt. There's a lot of stupidity going around that should just be basically common fucking sense. And, you know, let it be known, I do stupid shit all the time. I mean, if you've got a big ass and you're like five foot, five foot one, I would do all the stupid shit for you. So, <laughs> the, the person laughing will, will contest to that. Uh, you know, four months in the all-male resort. Um, so I, I'm doing this podcast because I saw Nicole, uh, I saw a post and, uh, I put the offer out there to Nicole. Hey, this sounds fun. You probably have a lot to talk about this subject. Please continue. So, uh, since you bit and took the bait and we can talk for however long we want about this, please, what made you, uh, interested in that post and post it or however the conversation started. So I constantly see people saying, oh my God, do this. It's a total game changer. And nine times out of 10, when I see that it's common sense, it should occur to anybody and their mom. And I'm just like, really guys, that trendy little thing you're saying has gotten old. In fact, it was old about two years ago. Just saying. Yeah. Like showering. Right. Like, could showering be a game changer? <laughs> I can think of someone that that could apply to, but we won't mention I, them. Oh, yeah, we won't mention their names at all. wonder how that Bernie campaign's going for them. Um, anyways. Um... I run into a lot of stupidity um, in in my in my line of work, and uh, you know with what I do um, as a canvassing manager now. Um, or actually, now um, I'm the pro tem marketing director because our marketing director is on a sabbatical, and I'll have to leave it at that. Um, either way. Uh, like, I've been posting ads to hire people on Facebook, Craigslist, stuff like that. Uh, currently, the owner of our company doesn't want to spend too much money on stuff like Indeed. Because uh, that costs a lot of money to post to hire. God with, forbid you spend money to make money. It's more, God forbid, we spend money to hire qualified candidates um, that have um, at least a quarter of a brain that's functioning. Um, however, who I have now, the two people I have now that work for me are excellent and I expect great things from them. And I know one of them listens to my podcast. So, uh, work starts on Monday at 12. 
Um, anyways, um, so, just throw, just throwing them under the bus. Uh, but uh, their situation is um, particular, so I understand. I hope they get better and get everything taken care of. Um, so, but, a uh, man not heard of, you get what you pay for? Uh, no, he has. It's just um, this concept of marketing is new to him. So uh, he wants to start uh, small right now. And like I said, uh, the candidates I have and the people I've been vetting out, I've been doing a little bit more of a vetting process, mm -hmm. uh, have worked out so far. Um, and Monday we're going to start and uh, see where it goes. Um, he's kind of left the ball completely in my hands as far as um, hiring and um, training and motivating and putting together processes for us to work on the field. So um, once that uh, gets in place and people get a groove and make it their own, uh, I'm confident uh, with what I have planned uh, here for the next couple months that uh, the people I have in place will uh, execute and deliver uh, the results that we're looking for. I think awesome. I used, yeah, I think I used all my professional words um, <laughs> without cursing. So uh, I'm proud of myself. But um, <laughs> no, but it's like I'll post ads, and I'm pretty clear about what I want. Um, you know, without using a whole bunch of words. Where do you uh, live again? I I I I live in Colorado Springs. Um. Don't you have to spell things out for people out there? Um, apparently so. And uh, use pictograms. Um, <laughs> maybe I will have to send people books with uh, puzzles. Make sure they have pop-up pictures. And pop-up pictures. <laughs> and connect the dots. Clearly, what, what I'm explaining to people, like, maybe my words aren't their words and they don't understand that you have to fucking work for a living in order to get the $500 a week that we're offering because I mean it's not free and on top of that you know it's it's like you know I get people and it's like okay so you have sales experience yeah okay great so this $500 is $500 draw so what it is is basically you have to show up five days a week. Um, if you don't, then you're not going to get the $500. You're going to get a lesser amount, which comes out to $100 a day that you show up. Okay. Well, um, you've got people that were hired for a job. They're not even showing up for their shifts, and they still have a job? How does that um, work? With exception, if you call me and let me know, hey, I can't make it because this fucking happened. I'm not a dick. Yeah, take the day off. But, you know. Well, I mean, I it. life happens, but. If but yes, there are instances where people will, like, not show up to shifts. Um, not with this job. Um, but, like, the previous place I worked for, uh, Precision, they'll not show up for work and expect to be paid for the whole week. And I'm like, no, no, boo-boo, that's not how this works. You have to show serious? up every fucking day. Yeah, so we had a guy that worked for us, and he didn't show up for two days. And when he got his check, he was all lit, 
about how it wasn't like it was last week. I was like, well, you only worked, you know, this many hours. I couldn't pay you for the two days you didn't show up because you were sick. So I paid you this amount. So well, what about what about when I did this and this for you? No, this is this is how we get paid. You know, we pay you eight hours a day and like with this company that we worked for, we didn't even work we didn't even work full time every day. Like we didn't work a whole eight hours a day. But I paid them for eight hours a day for showing up. So and mm-hmm. did people not pass basic math when they took their GED or what's going on? Um, no, they're just fucking stupid. Uh, these people that I had worked with me before, they were just, and these weren't my hires. These were people uh, that uh, my marketing director at the time had hired and told me to bring on board. And I said, okay, I you know, trust your judgment. And immediately it was a shit show. Um, and uh, so I got rid of them. Uh, the one that complained about not getting paid for two days, uh, I fired him. Uh, because he got into a fight with a special needs employee at Target. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, oh god, it was a shit show. Uh, they called me, like, he called me, and then Target calls me. And I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm looking at his map that I gave him. So I gave everybody a map of what na- part of the neighborhood they're going to. Like, okay, you're gonna go here. This is where your area is. And then, like, he's, like, a mile and a half away from the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, why are you... So you passed Wendy's and this place and this place and this place and all these places that had a bathroom. Safeway, Chuck E. Cheese, Domino's, the Chinese place, the bookstore, this place. To go to Target... And use their bathroom. Walk a mile and a half away from your entire like turf that I gave you. And walk by all these places to use the bathroom. And secondly, you didn't tell me you were going to the bathroom. Because what if I needed to look for you? I was like... And then, on top of that, you got into a fight with an employee at the retail establishment that you went to go use the bathroom at. But, but, but I can explain. I was like, no, no, no. On top of that, he was a special needs employee. And, like, I saw the gentleman, and, like, I, you know, clearly he was, a, you know, special needs employee. And I was like, how could you not tell, like, he maybe had an issue? And that you needed to talk to another adult about getting your 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 binder back or your your clipboard. And he started screaming at me and about how it's not his fault and they should keep him in a pen. And I was like, oh god. And he's doing this in front of Target, in front of management of Target. And like that just put me on the spot. I was like, Dude, just. I'm going to call Chris. He's going to take you home. Uh, I'll make sure you get your last check. And that was it. Like, And the other guy, he, he basically ended up firing himself. But, um, yeah, it was just, I like, but I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, you know, 
because we talk a lot about professionalism and keeping professionalism because what we do isn't exactly a welcome trade and it's hard work. And when you do like that, it makes it harder for us um, to go door to door and do what we do, especially when you're wearing a shirt that has our fucking phone number, like, all over the back of it. I couldn't do it. A lot of people can. It's not for everybody. And, um, but, a lot of money to be made in it. And it's my ticket to Florida. So, it's basically what I'm going to take with me to do for work when I move to Florida. Um, go. Yeah. And I've already uh, spoken to the owner and everything. And, uh, should I do well here? Yeah, he has no problem with me taking this down to Florida and uh, doing this down there for him too. Um, any I'm which so way? Jealous. Well, I gotta come up with the money to move down there and still uh, convince people that my co-host is not a rabid, disease-carrying beast, and um, we'll go from there. Um, Florida is trying really hard right now to make it illegal to keep uh, any species of iguanas or tegus right now. So they're why is that? on my shit list at the moment. Uh, hmm? Is there a reason why? Yes, um, because both are considered an invasive species, and I get that. But on the other hand, Florida hasn't had a problem, one, collecting uh, tax revenues from breeding and sales for people who are doing so responsibly for years. Yeah. And there's also a lot of reptile lovers in Florida that are going yeah. to be heavily negatively impacted. Not only them, but this is going to have a negative impact nationwide because you've got people that were buying from people that bred the animals in Florida previously. So it's going to be a trickle-down effect. Well, yeah, because that'll move on to states like Louisiana and Mississippi that carry the same type of humidity. I guess as well as like uh, the eastern parts of Texas along mm -hmm. the shore, like Houston, uh, Corpus Christi, and whatnot. Because, um, you know, they have their own set of iguanas as well. Um, it, it, did someone get attacked by a tegu or an iguana and that's why they're doing this? Or So I've heard that there's a lot of different reasons that some people have issues. Um, mm -hmm. The invasive species thing is at the top of the list, but. There's also people who are complaining because of um, droppings being left by the animals, which naturally it's going to occur when you have animals around. Um, well, yeah. alligators, alligators take big shits too. I mean, <laughs> oh my so god, do, like rabid. I mean, they have uh, foxes and whatnot down there as well in the swamps, and um, other like you know invasive species like coyotes and whatnot. Uh, up in the northern parts of Florida. Because, um, you know, believe it or not, there is foresty parts of Florida, uh, like Tallahassee. And, uh, you know, like the in, like the central parts of Florida, uh, when you go north of, like, Tampa and whatnot, there's, you know, foresty parts up there, too, that, um, you know, they have their share of vermin and whatnot. Um, I personally, when I uh, lived in Tampa and St. Pete and Clearwater, I mean, the only thing I, I mean, I saw there is the alligator story. I did see an alligator once uh, that was underneath my car. But um, beyond that, 
Um, only thing I ever saw were gecko lizards um, all over the place. I got uh, to hold an alligator recently, but it was just a baby. Yeah, I saw that picture. That's cool. They were um, so cute. I wanted to buy one. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, that just sounds odd to me because, like, I mean, tegus, eh, I mean, they are kind of invasive, but not in the way I think that you're trying to describe. Um, I was going to say, in regards to that, maybe invasive of your sleeping space so they can cuddle you. Yeah, and let you know <laughs> that you're theirs forever and not let you get up. <laughs> um, unlike... Those lizards admit it. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I love them except fucking cuddles who would shit and puke on me for, on purpose. <laughs> he was not cuddly at all, and that's why he had to be called cuddles. No, he was not cuddly at all. He never tried to bite me or anything, but I mean, he just didn't like to be picked up. And later learning why he had that hole in his fucking stomach. But, um. Well, I mean, considering the life that he had and that he was pretty much a hospice case, he got to enjoy the last few months of his life. Well, last almost year and a half, two years of his life. Yeah. Um, we had. We had him for quite a while. Um, I mean, I liked his personality because he kind of just kept to himself. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, you know, it, it was a shame I didn't get to see him go. Um, but, I mean, it just left more room in our hearts for more lizards, apparently. Um, uh, the iguanas and uh, chameleons and Geez, we had quite a collection. Um, but I, so you're saying that's an invasive species because they're leaving droppings everywhere? I mean, what else is making them invasive? Because I know I hear stories of giant, you know, gators uh, no. getting into like houses and stuff, but never you hear, you never really hear anything about tegus uh, in, in mainstream media. Perhaps. What I'm saying is what makes them an invasive species is the fact that they're not from there originally. Um, and... Where are they? I mean... What? <laughs> <laughs> so, tegus, depending on what species you're talking about, are from mm -hmm. Colombia and Argentina. Okay. Um, and basically, the big problem with an invasive species is that they will take up habitats that could be used by native species or they will eat the eggs or babies from animals mm -hmm. that are native species. So they do definitely have an impact on the environment. I, I could see that. Um, however, like, I, that's if they're free roaming and whatnot but if you're keeping them as pets you're feeding them egg and you're feeding them their food their mice their rabbits whatever depending on how big they get well the um, problem is you've got people that are incredibly irresponsible that are letting them go if they decide they can't or don't want to keep them anymore rather than right. surrendering them to a responsible option and you've also got natural disasters like hurricanes and whatnot where even the best intentioned keeper with the best provisions on their cages, you know, if you have something like a hurricane and the cage gets destroyed, the animals get out, 
you can't really get mad at the keeper for that. It's not fair because they probably took all kinds of precautions, but still Absolutely the animal not. got out and bred, and now you've got a problem. Well, true. Uh, however, again, you can't like really blame, like you said, blame the keeper for letting nature happen. Um, in essence, though, um, that's just that just sounds like more like what if and kind of shitty situations than it is, you know, them just being a natural nuisance, like, you know, say coyotes or uh, raccoons up here. Uh, raccoons are horrible out here. Uh, there was uh, one instance a couple of years ago where me and Ron used to live at the, um, the secret evil uh, villain lair, as we like to call it. Um, I think I remember telling you about it. It looked like an abandoned building, but once you went inside, it was an actual house and everything. And that's just how we kept it, so people stayed the fuck away from our house. Um, we uh, wouldn't go out for walks out back at night because there would be a pack of raccoons out there waiting for us to take said walk. Um, <laughs> and they were bad. Um, but uh, just... I, I just find it hard to believe because iguanas, like, we've had iguanas and they're not. Hang on just a second, Brian. Mm-hmm. I shut the door. Is that door shut? No. Is the other door shut? No. It would probably help. Apparently, I'm being loud. I'm sorry. Let's keep the noise down. Um. So with that intermission, um, I'm just going to take a break to thank one of our sponsors, which is Anchor uh, Podcasts. If you want to start a show like this on your own or you want to do something more classy where there's no cursing or anything like that and you don't talk about lizard shits, um, go ahead and download the uh, Anchor Podcast app. Uh, you can do it on the Google Play Store, the uh, Apple Store, or uh, wherever you download your apps uh, for your phone. Uh because you must have some sort of like Taiwanese phone system or something. and um, Or you can download it on your laptop at anchor.fm. Uh, gives you all kinds of options. It's easy to use. And they even pay you to do shows. Um, so go ahead and tune in. And this will also um, broadcast your shows on multiple different platforms like Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, uh, Pandora, uh, Amazon. Uh, they send me a list every time I do a show of how many places that my show gets uh, broadcast on. So, uh, Nicole, if uh, you ever want to do a podcast about lizard poop and uh, making stupid hurt, 
you can do it on this app and uh, it will be broadcast on all these different platforms for everyone to listen to. Well, I will make absolutely sure that when I have anything to say, that the whole world has to hear it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can do it on this. You could just vent. You can vent about how your cup turning thingy or like stuff like isn't working or like why the lizard shit on your brand new shirt today or whatever. Um, he hasn't shit on me yet. Not yet? Oh, he's only been there a couple days. Just give it time. Um, That's true. He's already tried to rip my ponytail out a couple of times. How's that working out for you? <laughs> well, I've actually got enough hair to have a ponytail now. I just can't wear it up when I have the lizard on my shoulder. Clearly. <laughs> um, uh, meanwhile, uh, Roan wants to thank her adoring crowd for listening, and she's so excited that she's on the show today. She's just amped with energy and just begging for um, acknowledgement, as everybody can very well hear in the background. PB um, Nanas? Oh, yeah, she can't hear you. But, um, because I have my headphones on, so, um, no sound will get out. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 oh. Never Damn, mind. is it that good for you? Well, no, she, like, got up just a little <laughs> bit and looked around and decided it wasn't worth it because I haven't pulled out my uh, second bowl from our other sponsors, KFC, with the brand new Nashville Hot Chicken Bowl. Um, this is amazing. Uh, everybody, it's got mashed potatoes and gravy and corn and cheese and fried chicken and Nashville hot sauce. You can get it right now for four ninety nine at your local KFC, and you can wash that all down with a sweet lightning peach-flavored Mountain Dew. Uh, go get it now. Most stores are open 24 hours. What? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. This is... I ordered... So, going on to making stupid hurt. Oh, Brian Perryman Nation, let me tell you about motherfucking Grubhub and how fucking awful they are. Awful. Like, so you remember how I, if we got really, really super bad service at a restaurant, the rare occasions I wouldn't tip them. Mm-hmm. And you would get mad at me, and I would say, "Well, fuck them. They need to learn to type." <sighs> these these people at Grubhub, like, I normally tip a minimum amount because I'm poor, but I at least leave something. Mm-hmm. And uh, but these motherfuckers, like. So the first time I ordered Grubhub, first couple times wasn't wasn't awful. It was, you know, like the food showed up, it was on time, whatever. Cool. Here's your tip. Um. Then like they kept on messing up my orders, but Thursday, oh Thursday, uh, it was snowing. It started to snow. It was a you know, it wasn't like new snow. I mean, we had snow like the week before. 
Uh, but it was going to be bad. And um, imagine that I snow in February. I guess. Um, anyway, so I ordered a Nashville hot bowl with coleslaw. And um, no, no, no. I ordered a Nashville hot bowl with uh, a two piece with mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, and a large uh, sweet lightning because that, that's what I like. That's really why I order from KFC. Mm-hmm. Brother shows up and he smells like dope. And uh, like I put specific directions, like there's the only delivery directions I have, and these are simple. When you get here, don't park in my driveway. Text me when you're here, and I'll come to your car and get the food. Like, that's it. Like, all you have to do is get out of your car, hand me the food from your little Grubhub bag, and be on your merry mm-hmm. little fucking way. So this guy pulls up in my driveway. Okay, it, it was snowing, so I guess he didn't want to slip and accidentally drop my food or whatever. Yeah, I gave him a pass. Um... But he smelled like weed. Like, bad. Like, he took a shower in weed on his way there and smoked some, like, on his way to get my food and to deliver it to me in the snow. So I'm like, all right, well, whatever, Colorado. Um, I'm going to write this in my review. I go to open my bag for my food. and Well, actually, first of all, I get my drink. It's the wrong size. Um... Mm-hmm. And not only is it the wrong size, there's a straw in my drink, an open straw, not like a straw with a piece of paper on the top of it or whatever to make it look fancy or whatever. But there's, you know, an open straw that must have been used. Uh, I can tell such because there's grease on top of the straw, as if someone was eating something. Um, oh, hell. oh, no, wait, hold on, there's more. I look inside it. And not only is it the wrong drink, it was, uh, I could smell the cherry Pepsi in there, but it was half drunk. And there was ash in it. So, um, I didn't even look at the rest of the order. I saw my Nashville hot bowl, I grabbed that, poured me a Mountain Dew, and I called Grubhub. Um, John from Grubhub uh, was very sorry that this happened. we're going to refund your order. Okay, cool. Um, I go eat my Nashville hot bowl, watch my TV shows, go to bed. I put my little three-piece in the fridge. I didn't even look at it. Um, I go the next morning um, to go grab my three-piece chicken. And um, I know for a fact um, that I had been the only person at home all night. And no one had been home that morning except my roommate briefly uh, to feed the dogs. And I was there when she did such. You know, I was downstairs. And, um, you know, when I opened my box for my food, um, someone had ate some of my chicken. And, part, and my mashed potatoes and gravy was just mashed potatoes. I, I I was I I was so fucking angry. I called Grubhub. I'm like motherfuckers. 
And they were like, okay, well, we're sorry about that. We'll send you a $10 credit. Okay. $10. Makes like my next order. I give, I, I, I do like five bucks. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I make another order. Um, because the Nashville hot bowl is fucking crack. And um, it was like a $5 order. Less than a pack of cigarettes. With that $10 credit. And um, I go and do what I need to do. And, you know, I order my food at 5.30. Um, and it tells me, you know, due to the snow or whatever, your food's not going to get there till 6.30, 6.45. I'm like, yeah, that's reasonable. You know, the weather sucks out there. Um, it wasn't snowing presently because it stopped snowing at about six. But I was like, you know, the roads are kind of shitty. The roads in my neighborhood suck. Nobody maintains them. That sounds like about the route time. Um, I go downstairs because I was playing video games upstairs until my food came. And I go downstairs because it's getting close to the food delivery time. And Changes from six forty-five seven to seven thirty-eight. I'm like, okay, uh, this happens several, a couple times before I go and look at my order, and it had been canceled at at eight o'clock, and it's like eight forty. No one texted me. No one called me. So I call Grubhub. Hey, what the shit? Oh well, we we forgot. We're sorry. I was like, okay, so what are you going to do to make this right? Well, you can reorder your food. I was like, I think I should reorder my food and you should pay for it. Uh, we'll give you a 50% off. I was like, that's fine. I'll take that promo. But I also want you to give me my money back and not charge me for my order and put my order. Because of the bullshit you put me through last night and the bullshit you're putting me through now. Long story short, I didn't get my food, my dinner last night till 10.30 at night. Oh, damn. I mean, granted, I could have thrown a thing in the microwave and just ate and canceled my order and saved my $7 or $5 or whatever. That's but not it's the, the principle. Exactly. It's, it's the fat kid principle behind it. That I ordered food. <laughs> I want it delivered. And, like, it's how hard even- is your job? It's not even the fat kid principle. It's if you're going to run a business and your business Uh is the delivery of food and you have a standard by which you run your business, then you need to deliver. And if you fail in that, you need to make it right. It's called professionalism and customer service. And unfortunately, it is a skill that not everybody has. No, not at all. And now... Here's the other thing, though, is like DoorDash is like the U.S. Postal Service of food delivery, etc. Because I have never had any issues whatsoever with DoorDash um, delivering anything. Or what is this? Your new stylized photo is ready. I'll look at that later. It's probably a picture of my penis um but like they've 
What are you doing with your dick pics, Brian? Seriously. You know, I hire a photographer. There's lighting. <laughs> um, you know, you got to have background and make sure you're properly groomed. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, nobody just nobody just wants to see, like, you know, a, a flailing sausage out there. I mean, girls want to see flowers. They, they want ambiance. Uh, they want to feel special. And, you know, this should be a special Okay, so place. explain to me. Explain to me how you provide ambiance for the perfect photo of the legend. This I have to hear. Well, it's mostly shadow pics and shadow box pics. Because, uh, you know, you just got to have that ominous light in the background. <laughs> and, um, you know, you, you, you put a little bow tie on it. Um, maybe, you know, just like lay it on a pillow with some flowers or, <laughs> you know, or, you know, little like red rose petals look kind of like blood. Cause you know, chicks are into that too. Um, or I don't know, uh, apparently like out here, I might as well just lay my dick in a big bag of cocaine. Cause that's the only way you can get women out here. I mean, shit, dude. Like, you can always sign up to drive for Grubhub and get there a couple hours late and be like, hey, babe. Sup. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got your chicken bowl right here in this box. You want to grab it? Surprise, it's my dick in a box. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, but no, it's just, uh, uh, you know, you just got to make it special and, like, you know, classy for them. And, you know, I could, anyone can send a picture of a dick, but like, if you just, if you make that extra effort, you know, they'll probably go through that extra effort for you too. So, I mean, that's got to go inside them and you got to make it look good. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to say this for women everywhere. The only, and I do mean the only dick pic that women want to see is a guitar pic with the word dick on it. They make you go outside. Yes, they did. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, they didn't make me go outside, but I was being loud, and they're trying to go to sleep, so... Oh. You know, the whole courtesy thing. Yeah. That must be nice. Not really. It's pretty cold out here, but... I did say that I'd do the podcasting, so I'm out here freezing my tits off for you and the audience. I appreciate that. And those are awfully large tits to be freezing off. Um, but, uh, speaking of manscaping, um, you know what? I forgot the sponsor's name, so fuck them. They haven't paid me yet. Um, wow. No, there's this whole manscaping, um, like shaving, razor, buzzer thingy. If I mentioned them, they give me like 10 cents a minute, but I'm not worried about it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that and I didn't write all the information down, so even mm-hmm. if I didn't mention it, I probably wouldn't get paid. Um, but we are on our second Nashville Hot Bowl, courtesy of uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, that I'm washing down with a uh, big half gallon of a uh, Sweet Lightning uh, Mountain Dew. I'm so jealous. You have no idea. Well, you can go right now to your uh, local KFC and get one. Stores are usually open 24 hours. Or late on the weekends. And if I could, I totally would. Unfortunately, payday is a few days away. Oh, I, I, I'm living on the edge here. 
Um, but I get a paycheck on Tuesday, then I get another one on Wednesday, and I'll actually be able to start paying the fucking rent. Um, which my roommate will be so happy to hear. Um, in the background, you hear the um, lovely neighborhood where uh, Nicole lives. An undisclosed location. I'll get me killed. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just there's a lot of things that like don't make sense to me, and like so like when I lived in Austin, like I had no problem. Like getting female attention and you know having company without having to pay for it. And um like now it's like it's Saturday night and it's like almost nine o'clock. I'm excited to go to bed so I get to go to church tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, that's my social interaction for the week. Oh, come on. You know Rome gives the very best kisses. They can't compete with that. That bitch don't kiss me. Ever. Really, like, the only time she'll kiss me, or, like, lick me or whatever, is if, like, I have an alley or something. Because she wants to clean it. But, the way she nuzzles with me and loves me, I mean... I know she loves me, but... Did I lose you? I can't hear you anymore. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello, hello. You should be able to hear me. Did you wander away, or are you in a... Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hold on. So that's it um, between um, for the recording for uh, me and Nicole. Uh, she's currently living a very happy life where she's living. And um, she's done a lot to change, as have I. Uh, we, realized, uh, we realized after five and a half years that we're better lovers. I'm sorry. Let me repeat that. Better friends than we were lovers. And um, yeah, I do value her friendship a lot. As well as I will value her uh, confidentiality and a request to um, keep things private as far as, uh, you know, what she's doing now and where she is and whatnot. Um, but it was getting too cold. And the people she lived with were trying to sleep and she was being loud, um, which is no surprise to me. Uh, any which ways, uh, that's going to be the end of the show uh, for uh, making stupid hurt. Um sure there's a lot more I could have went over, but I opted not to because time constraints and how long I'm allowed to record per segment and whatnot. Um, and just to let everybody know, I'm not sponsored by KFC, but God damn, these Nashville hot bowls are good. Um, I basically got this order for free because Grubhub owes me so much fucking money for fucking up my orders the past three days that I think I paid $5 for this order. Um... Ooh, either which way. Um, I'm going to go ahead and log off. Uh, but after you know, brief, I guess, uh, 
survey what's happened in wrestling recently in the past month. We had the Royal Rumble. Uh, the show was good all in all. Uh, looked like uh, everyone put out good efforts in their matches. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated Cor Baron Corbin in a false count anywhere match that involved everyone between the Usos and Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode. Interfering in the match, uh, the show took place at Minimate Park. Uh, Roman had speared Baron Corbin through the dugout, won the match. Um, there were some pre-show matches. You had Andrade Almas uh, versus uh, Alberto Carrillo for the U.S. title. Of course, Andrade won. Um, then after that, uh, you had... Uh, the two women's matches, uh, you had Bailey uh, versus, oh, Jesus, dear God, what's her name? I forgot her name because I don't care. Uh, the one who's a mommy that was a Marine, uh, Stacey Evans, Lacey Evans. Um, beat her clean. Uh, then you had uh, Becky versus Asuka. 15, 20-minute match is good effort, but I think I'm going to go with a lot of a lot of people are saying that people are kind of burnt out on Becky. Uh Ever since probably SummerSlam, um, you know she's no longer the underdog. Um, she's kind of like the quote unquote man to beat. Um, you had the two uh, world title matches. Well, actually, you had the one world title match with Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. It wasn't a traditional strap match though, where you touch all four corners. It was um, pin or submission. And um, frankly, uh, when that was announced. Just like everybody else, uh, I was kind of like, okay, well, it uh, looks like The Fiend is going to win again and go under the ring and disappear. Um, the Royal Rumble matches, you had uh, you know, good showing in the women's Royal Rumble. Some legends came back. Uh, but all in all, in the end, uh, Bianca Belair uh, was the highlight of the Rumble, eliminating eight people. And then uh, Charlotte Flair came in and... Woo, entitled, I'm a princess, Ric Flair's my daddy, and won the Royal Rumble. Um, for the women's side. Men's side, you have Brock Lesnar uh, come in at number one. He's the current Universal Champion. No, I'm sorry. He's the current Heavyweight Champion with basically the Raw title. Uh, eliminate 13 people uh, like um, Keith Lee and Rey Mysterio and Kofi Kingston and... Um, you know, several others until Drew McIntyre came out uh, with Ricochet and Claymore Brock Lesnar out of the ring, um, eliminating him after he had eliminated 13 people. Um, stare down, stare down, Drew McIntyre won. Um, meanwhile, um, you know, we're about a month, uh, two weeks past the Royal Rumble. Uh, the only promising thing that's happened is set up for the Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia, basically... Uh, Vince getting his payday and canceling a lot of local house shows. Uh, the only thing that's been announced really is Ricochet versus Brock Lesnar for the world title in a squash match. And um, Goldberg came back to announce who's next. And he announced he wants Bray Wyatt. So um, it's either going to be Spear, Jackhammer, Gold Goldberg is your champion until WrestleMania uh, to face God knows who. Or Bray's just going to go out do the let me in thing, um, cross body block, sent on, uh, Uranagi, and then, um, sister Abigail, you know, put the baby to sleep, I just killed Goldberg, and, uh, Bray Wyatt will go to face 
again, God knows who, at WrestleMania. Um, yeah. Uh, on the AEW side, uh, a lot of tag team matches, but uh, Cody took his 10 lashes from MJF uh, on this uh, past episode of uh, Dynamite. Um, Britt Baker tore apart some tiny Japanese gal, uh, Sasaki, I think her name was. Um, Pac uh, cut a promo on Kenny Omega, demanding a match, making it look like he was going to attack Rio, the uh, 99-pound Japanese girl that's their world champion in the women's division, only to say, oh, I would never hit a woman however she would, and here comes the native beast, Nyla Rose, uh, who is uh, one of the first transgender women to join pro wrestling. Uh, she's basically a beast. Um, power bombs her, not even through the table. The table didn't break. Um, but they'll be having a match next week, um, along with a bunch of other stuff going on in Austin next week for AEW, live from the HEB Center in Cedar Park, which isn't in Austin, but, you know, whatever, close enough. Uh, you can take a train there from downtown. Um, so, you know, where the hockey team plays, uh, should be a good show. Uh, it's probably sold out because they don't sell the upper level for their shows. So it's all lower, upper, lower level, and then that's it. Um, tickets are available at awtix.com. And, um, that's it for me. Uh, I haven't posted a show recently because I've been dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, I got laid off from Trump and have been hustling to try and just survive and just be mentally capable and be mentally excited to um, do a show. So I want to thank Nicole for saying she would do a show with me uh, because that got me up off my ass to do a show. Um, I want to thank my actual sponsors, Anchor. Uh, if you want to do a podcast just like mine uh, or however you want to do a podcast, have all your friends sit around smoking weed, talk about how you delivered food to my house and I complained about you, uh, you can do that too. All you got to do is download the app on uh, Android, uh, the Google Play Store, uh, wherever you get your Android apps, uh, you can do it on the Apple Store, or you can go to anchor.fm and download the app from there. It's free, doesn't cost you anything, uh, and in instances, they'll actually pay you to um, do your podcast and be your sponsor, or your first sponsor. All you gotta do is uh, do an ad. Uh, simple as that. Alright folks, uh, I'm out. Uh, I guess I'll call a booty to play. Call of Duty, rather. Uh, Roan wants to go to sleep, and that's more important. So, um, me, my bag of Oreos, and my gummy bears, and my Nashville Hot Bowl are going to finish watching this show on Netflix uh, called Lock and Key. Uh, it's actually pretty entertaining. Uh, however, I'm starting to find a lot of these shows on Netflix are basically failed CW shows uh, as far as uh, quality is concerned. So, um... I don't know. Change my mind. Fight me. Don't give a fuck. Uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.